Hello, and welcome to my pleasure. Today we have Dave back back in action. I'm what, back. What up, man? What did I do? I'm so I'm honored that I did whatever it took to get invited back. Which was be in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take hey. I'll take Actually, it. Actually, not even in the room, just yeah, in the in room the house. next to the yeah. room that I'm in. Right, right. Um, welcome back. Thank you so much. It's, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, wait, no, it's supposed to be mine, but that's sweet oh, and I'll accept. But your pleasure shouldn't preclude me from having my own pleasure. That's a good point. Okay, and cool. I accept right graciously, on. humbly. Okay, cool. I'm humbled, which is a phrase that you and I recently talked about because I'm confused by that, but you kind of explained it to me. Can you explain it again? Well, what was the source of your confusion? You, Because like, you were like, it's weird to me when people at like award shows or something say... Like, I, I am humbled by this. Like, yeah. Because it's like a situation... Okay, yeah. What was confusing to you about that? That it was like... Like, so someone will be like, it's humbling to be in this room. Right, right. And I'm like, well... If that, what does that mean? I guess it means, I learned it already. It okay. means um, that everyone else in the room is better than you. And so you're like, I acknowledge everyone here is better. I'm humbled by everyone else's presence. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that everyone's better. That's sort of an extreme. Then what? what it just is- means like I'm surrounded by excellence. It's humbling to be you know, in the same room as people who I've, let's say, look up to, looked up to my whole life or who I know are so amazing. Yeah. That makes me feel. But why you know, would that make you feel humble? Like, cause then if I'm like, if I'm in a room with all these people who are better than me, it seems opposite of humbling. It's like, oh, I actually am cooler than I thought. I'm with all these cool people. Well, I suppose that that's true, but you're not saying like, and I deserve to be here. So I'm awesome. Ah, you're saying like, you know, and that makes me feel small and human in some way or something like that. Okay, that's better. I don't think we need to dwell on this. I think most people understand (laughs) the concept of humility and Well, maybe they can learn a little more from about it. I don't know. So it's raining like crazy today in L.A. Did it rain this weekend? It didn't, but that was like the only time in the last... 10 days that it has Damn rained. It. Yeah. I was in Phoenix. It rained a little maybe. But the fe- by the way, yeah. Life hack, go to Phoenix in January because it's not too hot. Then. Yeah. Yeah, but what are you going to do there really? Well, anything. Okay. For me I did stand up. It was so fun by the way. Yeah. Yeah, good crowd. Great. Yeah, you like, came home very you were like psyched. Really? Yeah. Okay, so there's proof in the pudding today. You said you felt in the moment. Yes, I feel like I was really in the moment on stage, which is something that I'm not always that good at, but I'm like, finally something clicked and I'm like better at it. Wait, also, I had this realization too with stand-up that, okay, so when I first started doing stand-up comedy here in LA, I was 21. I was like a college kid, right? Like I had just dropped out of school. You should have been a college kid. Yes. Yes. And... I realized that like a lot of the things I talked about on stage at that time, people were never would never really like understand me. And I realized it's because people who are coming to shows were really not my age. I was like, Hmm. if there were people out at shows, you know, that's people in their mid to late Mm twenties, thirties and older. And I realized like, I only put that together recently when like now when I do a set for a random crowd in the main room at the comedy store and I say a word like a reference like Tamagotchi, 
like everyone like knows it and gets it in a way where it wasn't like that when I first Got started. It. So I'm just kind of like, oh, now I am talking to people who have similar life experience. Yeah, and people who are in like similar stations in life and that kind of thing. Yeah. But did you know, by the way, that the Tamagotchis or Tamagotchis, I'm not sure, but they're back like our friend's daughter just got a Tamagotchi for her 13th birthday, well, among every, other first gifts. First of all, everything is back. Okay. Well, and not I everything. Still, I, they never went away from me. I'll okay. say that. Okay. And that's why I'm a little, if I seem defensive, that's why. You did when I hear you, like... I, when I hear you, of all people, telling me... What? Tamagotchis are back. I'm just like, no. Like, no, that's not the kind of reporting that you... You're not going to... Mansplain. Oh, boy. <laughs> Old splain. Exactly. Old mansplain. Okay. I feel well. a sense of pride and ownership over my relationship with my Tamagotchis, which I, as you now know, reference in my stand-up, and may, may be coming up later on in the show today. You. Ooh, little t- <laughs> very good tease. <laughs> Wait, what, what age do you associate... Tamagotchis with I see to me they're Tamagotchis, but it's I don't either know. way Tamagotchi okay. Tamagotchi. How old are you when they're when they're first on your radar? Elementary school. Yeah, that's yeah. That seems. Did you about. have one? No, but I maybe I shouldn't tell you this. No, tell me. I for Halloween one year in college I was a Tamagotchi, but I there was a it was a Ew. costume that was for like. Boys, but I was so skinny back then <laughs> that I could fit into it. So Ew. I just wore the top, and then I found matching pants. Was it funny? Like, did it hit, or was it? It sounds lame. It wasn't great. Oh. It was like you know, okay, he wore it. It's fine. This is one of the reasons I don't like Halloween. It's like agree. It's like, oh, did it hit exactly? Like that's the old. <sighs> and does it even matter if it hit? Like who cares? Apparently, you're the one. You need to know well, twenty five years later whether it I guess or not. because as I'm picturing you in college in a Tamagotchi costume, I'm mm-hmm. like, I really hope that at least you were kind of cool. But it sounds lame. Oh uh, well, I definitely wasn't cool. I mean, you can yeah, throw yeah. that out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't okay. know what you're hoping for, but you're not going to get it. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. Well, I do. While we're at the yeah. topic of Halloween costumes, like. I agree. I weirdly never really commit or participate because it feels like, I don't know. I don't want to like shit on it because people get a lot of pride and joy out of their Halloween costumes, but I've just, it seems like the kind of thing that I would take to and I don't. And I just kind of want to, I have no articulation for it. Do you want to help? I don't, (laughs) you want me to somehow decide why you're not into it? I mean, I'm not into it either. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's for children. It should be for children. It feels competitive. And it's like, I don't know how much time and money other people are putting into this. Yeah. Or it's just, I don't know. It's like, especially in LA, it's like you have to. You got to drive somewhere in your, in your costume, costume and find then parking in the, your damn yeah, costume. Yeah, it, it gets tough. Wait, so have you heard that rain or cold weather or big weather changes could like make a person more achy than usual? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I mean, since you asked, <laughs> I'm, do you know where this is headed? You're going to tell me that you're achy? Well, there's heart? no, but there's a specific reason why I'm more familiar with this than other people. 
Well, yeah. Why? Because you have autoimmune disease. Specifically. Arthritis. Yes. And so people with arthritis. Now, I'm Why'd not one of them. you make me like, say it with I don't know. I just wanted to make stuff. sure you understood what's going on. So <laughs> I am not one of these people for the most part. It's oh. happened occasionally. But many people with arthritis are can almost anticipate the weather like a drop. Wait. What? Like they <laughs> sense... That a a turning in the weather, I forget whether it's a drop or a rise in the barometric pressure or like a cold front coming through or something. Okay, is this a little offensive? You're basically like referring to people as arthritis as like creatures who can predict things. No, it's like a superpower. It's not offensive at all. It's also a medical fact. I'm not like. Oh my I'm god! Not, I certainly don't think of. Cr- People with arthritis, among them me, (laughs) as creatures. Wait, I can't even believe I know someone who just can spew something so confidently and to confirm it's a medical fact. I mean, I'm pretty sure it is. Oh. Yeah. See? There, you know, there's a swelling of the joints that happens when it's like cold, rainy, whatever. It uh, different, uh, you know. This is such a trickster quality of yours. Look it up, man. See if it's true or not. I don't want to say like it's a hundred percent ironclad, absolute medical fact because maybe there, maybe something since the last time that this was confirmed to me has like disproven it in the medical community, and I didn't hear about that. I don't well, know. That would be fine. Okay. Yeah. If you're not like a hundred percent up to date on your medical research, like that's fine as long as it was recently. I mean, uh, whatever. But Are you looking it up? I, yeah. Is that okay? Or is that yeah. a waste of time? No, you can look it up. All right. Thank you so much. Um, while you're doing that, I actually have a little state of address that I would like to report to the My Pleasure listeners. What do you think a state of address is? I don't know. I was, that's why you're here. Okay. <laughs> okay. State of the... Uh, I'm, a, I'm a, doing a state of the union address. Yeah, that's better, I okay. think. Basically, I was thinking a lot about this podcast and like the relationship that we all have with each other now. By the way, listenership is only growing. I'm I love you guys and all the new people who keep discovering it. Like, I love you. And I did as I was thinking, like, okay, what is this podcast, right? Because like I am a stand-up comedian. It's not really a comedy. Po- it's definitely not a comedy podcast. It's very and I'm no, like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, what is it? And I realized. Oh, then I was like, then I got insecure. I was like, am I like a lifestyle coach? Like, ew, because like I give like stuff. But I not. think we agree you shouldn't be. No, no, no. Yeah, but I'm yeah. 100% not. And, I, and a way for me to sort of clear the air to prove that that's not what I'm doing is I feel like I'm not doing anything specific here other than this is like if we were friends, these are the things that we would talk about. That's good. It's like these, the, the things that I bring up here, like the last week we talked about like awe and like a few weeks ago we talked about the woman I used to babysit for. And it, this is just stuff that like if we met up for coffee or if we caught up on FaceTime, these are just the things oh, yeah. I would talk about. My friends and I are always talking about awe. <laughs> but you're, maybe you're making fun of me for that, but I am actually like that. No, Think I know. The- I, I wasn't making fun of you necessarily, but it was just sort of like funny that that was the exact- No, no, no. Fair, yeah. fair, fair, fair. Did you look your thing up? Yeah, there's some mixed evidence, actually. I mean, Mm. I think that, like, when it's self-reported, people with arthritis do say that the weather, excuse me, affects them. I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 The thought of other people with arthritis makes me so sick. So you do hate their... Uh, They are creatures. No, they're... um, 
Uh, but the it seems like the actual science is a little mixed about that. But mm-hmm. so, but I'm not going to go into more research no, while we're doing this. No, 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 Let's get into segments today. Actually, oh yeah. So segments. You I, need like a little sound thing here. Yeah, so like, but that takes editing and and. Right. You wouldn't do that if you were just hanging out with your friends. No. You wouldn't say, guys, it's time for segments. Although and now then I have like do a, that. Oh, that would be Wait, cool. Wait, before we get to segments, yeah. I have a... Oh, I thought we were going to segments. I have a crazy theory that I want to run by you. Okay. Theory. Sorry. No, not, I'm not, so, I know, it's but... It's just like... It's honest. That's an ick. <laughs> oh, you just gave me the ick live on my podcast. We have to cancel. Do you want me to leave? <laughs> yes. Okay. No, no, no. Stay. Um, Fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Theory. Yeah. It's that the age 35 seems older than the age 36. Okay. Do you want to defend this theory? Yeah, I will. So basically, like, 35 to me is associated with this, like, oh, that's the time when if you get pregnant, like, it's considered a geriatric pregnancy. Right. Which, side note, also, you know how guys are always like, women need the biological clock works for men, too. Men can't donate sperm unless they're under 35. So they're... Wow. So... You got us. I got you there. Okay. Yes, those are equal biological... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you call it. So I don't know. Thirty-five to me is associated with this like this biological cutoff of sorts, which I don't even believe in. But it's just it's associated. And thirty-six. <laughs> Let's talk about thirty-six. That's associated with being the year Marilyn Monroe passed what? away. What? The year <laughs> the age, not the year. Uh-huh. Thirty-six is not the year. She was 36 when she passed away. And as we know, like people always talk about, oh my God, she was so young. She was in her prime. And so I have these very different opposite associations. Don't you see now how it all makes sense? It makes sense to you as someone who, I guess, only thinks of 36 as the year that Marilyn Monroe was when she died. I didn't know that she was 36. You didn't? <laughs> I mean, what? I don't know. How no. do you live in LA and not know how old Marilyn Monroe was when she died? It's gone very well so far. I don't know. It hasn't come up until now. Like and what? I, you're like wasting the real estate space that like someone else deserves who really worships the true culture of Hollywood and Hollywood it land. It really feels like you just want me to leave <laughs> so far. I'm giving you the ick. I'm taking up real estate. I'll go. It's fine. No, no. I want you here. Okay. But but it's just so shocking to me. I mean, we went to her grave. I'm sure, I guess, it was pointed out to me that she was 36, right? What did you think of her death? It seems like you know nothing. What do you, what do you I know? I don't really care that much. She does not have the, like, sort of mythological status. Man, it is pouring outside. Yeah. But she doesn't ha- occupy the same place. Old, old man can't stop himself from saying it <laughs> when the rain hits hard. He's got to call it out. Sorry, I'm just having fun. Yep. Well, Please, it's your pleasure. Keep going. That's it. I don't know. She doesn't mean that much to me. Like, I don't wow, know. Wow, I, I really rarely meet people who are willing to just, like, admit that. Oh, mate, you should uh, meet more people. <laughs> I think you'd find that most people don't, men especially. Yeah. And I think the large majority of women, too, don't 
know how old she was when she died or care about her, like, kind of at all. What is your, like, if you had to give me any sort of opinion or, or what you know or what you think is meaningful about her, what would you even have to draw from? Like, sort of the archetype of blonde beauty whose intellect was underrated because of the way she presented herself or something. Dave, that was beautiful. What? <laughs> that was nothing. I can't nothing. believe you referred to her intellect as underrated. I'm like... Well, isn't that like kind of the whole thing? I mean, we've I've watched some documentary and read a little bit about her. I mean, yeah, she certainly was like a, you know, took the craft of acting very seriously and like, you know, was an avid reader, right? And was like trying to be... And took control, like, fought against the studio and was able to get out of her contract in a way that people didn't think she was going to be able to win and everything. Thank you. For? I'm just, I think that you're a good, yeah, you've won me back over. Ick, Whatever it takes. Ick has been de-icked. Because. Great. I'm thrilled. Let's get into segments. Let's get into Hot Girl Homework, which is a segment that I literally forgot about for a month. So it hasn't been here for a while. Okay. I knew I was forgetting one. Um, it can't be that hard to keep track of the <laughs> segments on the show. Man, I do things so weird. It's just you never know what's going to slip oh, through the dude, crack. Oh, you're so weird, man. <laughs> oh, that's, dude, your way of doing things is so unusual. Insert. You're a freak, man. You didn't, you forgot about one of your segments? Insert whatever sound effect would associate with, like, older sibling bullying right there. Okay. In a good way. Okay. Hot girl homework. So here's the deal. Hot girls, I'm noticing are really leaning into eating meat. Uh-huh. Like, veganism is really not on the hot girl radar at all whatsoever in 2023. Like, it's all about, like... I think you should clarify. This is something you've observed among hot hot girls, right? Yeah. You don't consider yourself a hot girl yourself, or do you yet? The, okay, so good, great question. Thank, Thank you, you so much. So, I am not really a hot girl. I'm more of a reporter on what hot girls do. I observe You're a my hot them. girl like anthropologist. Yes, but I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh, I'm just doing that for the love of studying. Sure, of course. No, no one, don't <laughs> worry. No one is thinking that. I'm doing it because I aspire to be, to. I aspire to the hot girl lifestyle as much as humanly possible, but I know my limits within it, you know? Mm. For example, like hot girls can wear high heels all day. I'm never putting one on. Right. Hot right. girls can like dye their hair, get get highlights, and it can be all about that. That's not okay. Okay, know. so go on. So, so they're eating meat. They're really leaning into eating meat. They out here eating meat, and we're talking like ground turkey, ground chicken. You know, uh-huh. um, that's what we're talking. Grass fed, high quality meats. Okay, and I want to just give the caveat that that does lean a little bit into like fitness girly which i'm personally not okay with like that's not what what does that mean so like okay there's kind of like a lot of different why are we archetypes. lowering our voice hey, you're, you're on a podcast there's a lot People of can archetypes of different girls <laughs> doesn't work to whisper TikTok. on a talk i'm still doing it <laughs> okay and i'm not into like fitness girly culture okay i'm into hot girl culture and i can't necessarily 100% clearly articulate what that is, but you're just going to have to trust me. 
Well, I think I could imagine that okay. fitness girlies have more to do with... It's funny to hear you say girly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not psyched about it. I doubt anyone is. But here we are. You you invited all of this Honestly, on your... Thank, no, thank you. I It was great. Okay. All so... Right. You got to agree, it's raining even harder now. <laughs> like, it's crazy, right? Old men and the weather, you can't keep them away. I'm, no, sorry, old men and weather comments. Okay, I, do you have to call me an old man what? to my face? Well, just like in this context between you and I. You and me. You, you're an old man. Yeah, okay. That helps me to feel like a young girl. Look at that. Dave, you get so distracted with okay, the rain. Okay, sorry. Like we are actually speaking okay, go ahead. me whispering. Bitch, we're on a podcast. Okay. And the people in the room. Okay, okay. Go, okay. go ahead. What's so the homework? So my homework is I'm saying let's all, learn, let's all this year actually learn how to cook meat. That's all. Wow. I don't you, really you know. You think there are people. You don't. But That's right. You do a little bit, but... There, most people know. I don't think. I think this is going to be easy homework for people. That's fine. And then yeah. if they're ahead of the curve, then all, sure, all the best. Sure, sure. I'm happy for them. But for me, like I, because I was vegan for so long, and yeah. then didn't cook for so long in between both of those things, like or whatever. Um, I have this blind spot on cooking meat, and I would love to just at least know some of the numbers involved, right? Like the temperatures, the times. I want to learn some of that stuff this year. Uh, great. I mean, this is, st- you don't even have to learn. You just look it up and do it. Right. You know, like it's very easy. Yeah. But I guess it would be nice to then also get to a point where it's just in my body. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Okay. Great so homework. It. So thank you. Thank you. Good luck to everyone <laughs> trying to cook meat out there. My taste of the week was, which is something that you'll appreciate. Yeah. I saw this on Pinterest, but so you guys know, I've been obsessed with like my favorite snack of all time is a Honeycrisp apple with peanut butter. And I saw a thing on Pinterest that piqued my interest, which may, you may say is even the whole reason that it's named that. Really good. (laughs) Was eating us, um, doing my sliced apple, but with half peanut butter, half Greek yogurt and a little bit of honey. A little bit of honey. Give or take. And I just saw that and was like, I have to try that. I'm just so curious. It seems so weird. And it, 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 I loved it. It worked. Hmm, yeah. Another note here. Yeah. Greek yogurt, very fitness girly. Yes, that rings true. Thank you, Dave. You're Thank welcome, you. Esther. So, okay, we, you, we are part of the same culture. I think. Well. You. So that's something to just be aware of. You know, we're not advertising it. I mean, I am here on my podcast, but this is just for us. So now we ran, there was a little experiment, which you might want to mention. What? Certain kind of peanut butter. Oh, it doesn't work as well with crunchy. Correct. But, you know, when crunchy is all you got, it's just fine. Yeah. And my crush of the week. What the hell? Yeah, I have a crush every week. Okay, this feels hurtful. Go ahead. <laughs> well, Am I allowed to have a crush of the week? Wow, I love that you're just jumping to... It's literally shit like my... It's like not what you think it is. And when you hear what today is, you're actually going to be even more disappointed. Okay, go ahead. My crush this week is myself. <laughs> That's so sad. 
What? I'm in a mood where I want to have a crush on myself, okay? That's okay. the mood I'm in tonight. You should give it a try. Having a crush on me. <laughs> <laughs> you have a crush on yourself. Yeah, okay. I want to like romanticize and enjoy little things about myself this week. I haven't done it. It just was a thought that popped in my head five minutes before we started recording. And I'm just going Okay, with it. great. Cool. I don't know what it means. And I already don't get upset. This is segments, man. It's fine. You sound upset. Yes, that's reasonable. I'm embarrassed. That's reasonable. (laughs) Now we're getting somewhere. And this is something you rarely, I true or false. If I weren't here, you might not be embarrassed. If I hadn't been here to be like, that's what you're doing. No, I think that's when I would have come to myself. You have an incredible ability to not be embarrassed or really more accurately, like feel shame. True, and yeah. one of my 2023 goals is to feel more embarrassment and shame. Oh, I don't think that's necessarily like a bad thing that you don't feel those things. I don't either, yeah, but, but you, I'm curious about tapping yeah, okay. in. Okay, yeah, t- yeah, get your toes wet. <laughs> maybe maybe just be aware of the times when you should be ashamed more. Surely, yeah. yes. Because yeah, it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my anti-sadness this week is I want to stretch more. And it's inspired by dogs. Oh, I like. Because I noticed that like whenever Donut wakes up, she fucking stretches. Yeah, of course. Yeah, big stretch. And if that's her instinct, and I, I trust her instincts better than mine because she doesn't have an iPhone or TikTok. And so I'm thinking that maybe like what she does is there's something to be I wouldn't from. do everything she does, but yeah, you know, let's keep like using the toilet and stuff. <laughs> big laugh, really? <laughs> it's so dumb. <gasps> It's funny when I laugh at something you say and then you get mad at me for laughing. It Because I never know. I feel like that would have been, that could have given you the ick or something. <laughs> I don't know, man. What's going on? Everything okay? Everything is great. Let's move on to a top five-ish, which might really, this is, this is going to be a big one, I hope. I'm ready, man. This is so exciting. So the top five today. Yeah. We're covering Holy shit. 90s vibes. Wow. Okay, this is fun. I love yeah. this. And yeah. so realistically, this is a top five, but it's also more the kind of bulk conversation of the episode. I really want to talk. I feel like, here's the thing. I feel like there's something in the air where we're headed towards the 90s coming back. Haven't they been back like four times already? Totally agree. Yeah. But this time feels real. I feel like there's 90s vibes coming in, and I personally have this excitement and energy about getting to, like, reapproach things of the 90s because there's a lot that I only vaguely understand because I was a child and, like, only know them through the lens of being a child who can vaguely hear things. Um, And so I just... I'm, like, I want to dive in. Okay. So a couple things. Let's just get off... Well, let me ask you, my guest... When I when I think of like '90s, yeah, what's when I bring that up? What comes up for you? Well, '90s energy, vibes, moments, style. Yeah, I mean, irony, the music, like you know, uh, certain like slacker vibes, the sort of like trendiness of 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 slackerism or like slackerism, sort of like lazy counterculture. Um, disaffection, postmodernism, those kind of things. 
Okay, I love it. I love it. Maybe, by the way, this is all just me. I am in my 90s era. Is that possible? Is it just because I've been wearing flannels? I don't think you're in your 90s era. Why not? Because I don't think those things are where you're at. Okay. I think you're a little... Don't say 80s. No, I think you're just more like... Well, I guess these things are 90s too, but I think you're more like new sincerity, optimism... Like that kind of vibe. Mm, 50s? Uh, uh, Well, uh, maybe, I guess in some ways. But that's more like, you know, jingoistic. What's that mean? What? Jingoism is like um, exuberant patriotism that like borders on nationalism, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Okay. So, So some top 90s vibes for me. Yeah. For me, one is the Romeo and Juliet movie soundtrack. Oh, interesting. Is that 90s? That So that movie came out in 1996. Okay. And that soundtrack, at what least for got? me, was yeah. one of the first CDs that we had in our household. Not because of me, but because I had an older sister. Right. And so that music is like forever locked in yeah. to that time for yeah. me. And obviously the most popular song on that album, I think, was Love Fool. By the oh, Cardigans. Really? That's on there? Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? 90s music? Well, look, love the Cardigans. First band on the moon. Great album. Lots of bangers. Wow. I don't even heard of that. What? Really? Yeah. I, I, play, I, I feel remember. Like we're on play, a first date. But we, we listened to it. Oh, you know what? I'm remembering now you were falling asleep. We drove to Palm Springs and we listened to the whole album, but you like fell asleep as we were getting there because it was late at night. Does that ring a bell at all? Do you remember that? Maybe, but it's so it's weird. It's got a lot of good songs. I Bennett, feel like you don't your remember. New cuckoo. It's funny to hear you refer to a thing that I don't remember Happy because now. I feel like that never happened. I know. I, I'm with you on that. But it makes sense because I was asleep <laughs> in the story. Yeah, but you don't. Well, anyway, regardless, what of the is is it, is there a Radiohead song on that? I think there is. Ex- Exit music for Phil maybe is on there or something. Romeo. Or one of those. What else is on there that you remember? Um, you know, I gotta look it up. I mean, look, my 90s music affiliations are not, they're lame, not lame, but like they're embarrassingly cliched for a man my age. That's they're great. all like indie rock. Oh my God. You know, I, Pavement Guided by Voices, Chavez, those guys like. To be a cliche Bell and Sebastian, music. Elliot Smith, all those things. That's a Neutral gift. Milk Hotel, obviously, <laughs> like, yeah. I love hearing. I mean, I don't, yeah, it's funny, it's I don't like, know any of them. Yeah, you know a little bit of all of them. You just okay. don't realize it. So I'm going to read to you the... Uh, Breeders. The Pixies. So there's a, a song by Garbage, Everclear, Gavin Friday, One Inch Punch. Is this right? Yes. Desiree, Butthole Surfers. Yeah, which song? Pepper? Whatever, I Had oh, a Dream. Okay. The Cardigans, Kim Mazell, Quindon Tarver, Mundy, Radiohead, the, show is called, the song Talk Show Host. Oh, right. Okay. And then yeah. Stina Nordenstrom, The Wannabes. Interesting. And Everybody's Free by Boz Lerman. Everybody's Free. Is Young that Hearts it? Run no. Free. Oh. And then there's Young Hearts Run Free by okay. Kim Mazzell, which I remember that song and I did like that. Young Hearts Run Free. No? I don't know. It sounds bad. <laughs> so... That's a 90s vibe. Okay. That's interesting because it's so eclectic that to me it's hard to like pin down as like that. I guess that is a vibe 
because it's like Baz Luhrmann insanity, mm-hmm. but it's an eclectic yeah, genre-wise yeah. group of music we're talking about. That's, okay, what's that's next? That's a fair correction. What's next? Well, I noticed that you didn't say Nirvana. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I love Nirvana, but that's almost like too obvious. It's to too state. hacky to say. No, it's not too hacky. I'm just saying like... Well, you know, okay, can I be... And just yeah. know, know who you're talking to here. Like, I'm genuinely yeah. asking... What was it like? I'd say, I'm happy to talk about this because, okay. look, I was roughly 13 when Nirvana broke. Yeah. 14, maybe, when they got huge or something. Okay. But really, but I mean, I remember Smells Like Teen Spirit coming out. I remember it being huge. I remember us playing it like... In people's basements That's and like so listening cute. to the whole album. I love basement. I things. also remember it being like when it first came out, being like, "Have you heard this song? It's fucking crazy." And then I remember like the in Boston, the um, the pop radio, like the top forty yeah. radio station was Kiss One Hundred Eight FM, and then they started playing it on Kiss One Hundred Eight, and I was like, "What? Like th- this is like." You never heard like guitar sound like that or something that heavy on like mainstream radio, but it was it like pierced through. In, I mean, not just a little bit; it was huge. Wait, and by how, the way, wait, sorry. My last specific memory was that like there was a dance, middle school dance, and they were like, n- "There is no slam dancing allowed. You are th- no mosh pits. We're gonna play." Smells like Teen Spirit, but you are not allowed to mosh. <laughs> like, it was, they were serious about that. What, um, how did you hear the song if it, you didn't hear it on the radio? I don't know. The album MTV, probably, right? Oh, yeah. Sick. MTV yeah. in the 90s. Oh. But also, there was some, well, maybe I didn't have awareness of them, but like they had, you know, people who knew music. I was too young to be, well, Whatever. I wasn't cool enough to know that they existed before Smells Like Teen Spirit, but some people did. They okay. had an album. You I know. just got super jealous thinking about how you got to be like the perfect age during the 90s MTV, but I will say I'm quickly following that up with a correction that I got to be the perfect age during the 2000s MTV. Carson Daly, baby. Yeah. I mean, that's like the best pop era of yes. MTV. So I get it. Like, Wow, would I be more like you if I was your age? No, I don't think so. Because there was, there was all like you know. Is my whole personality just based on being alive at the same time as Britney Spears? What? I hope not. <laughs> I mean, most people that we know were are alive at the same time. As okay, you know that that was just the fastest way for me to say that. Being at the right age when Britney yeah, is popular. Yeah, I understand. I understand. No, because like there's always pop music and it come like, you know, boy bands and that kind of thing like come and go a little bit, but they're really always there. Like some kind of like unapologetic pop, f- pure fun. If I, okay, so you know me very well. Like if you were to put me through the 90s so. yeah. filter, yeah. who would like the Esther starlet musician? Well, but you ha- you know them. It's like, I mean, the Spice Girls were in the late 90s. You love the Spice Girls, right? Yeah, so I guess I'm like go earlier. Um, My only guess well, is... Well, there were a lot of like, the 90s were a great time for um, like... <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, for like um 
female singers, you've got Whitney, Mariah. So they're like, the, they were, you know, like, I'm trying to think who else fits that mold. Madonna, obviously. I mean, she's a little more like nailed it in the 80s, kind of. Yeah. But oh, I didn't even think of Madonna. I mean, there's like icons that were that had a huge decade back then. Do you want me to go take care of this so that Donna's not barking? No, it's fine. I just don't know why she won't stop barking. Donut. Okay, so I was actually not asking in the pop sense, oh, okay. but in the like cool girl sense, which I was what was coming up. What yeah. I was hoping you would say, yeah, is like Fiona Apple. Oh yeah, uh, sure. I mean, absolutely. Like who in that? If if I was a if I was like you, well, like but it, oh, me. if I was you, but me. Yeah, you're asking what female artist? Yes. Oh well, earlier in the '90s. Breeders, Belly, later in the 90s, like Cat Power. Um, I don't know. There, um, I'm like blanking for some reason. Liz Fair would have been big throughout the 90s. That could have been cool for you. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. Uh, okay. I just, I guess I'm moving on because I feel like you just never quite nailed it. I feel like I actually <laughs> kind of did and you just didn't. You weren't prepared for accurate answers. <laughs> like, you don't know what to say to that. So, sorry. So, fair enough. Moving on. No, you're okay. right. Um, okay, the next topic of the 90s, like a top five 90s vibes. I wrote that this category is food-like substances. Okay. Which is kind of not fair, but it's like basically the fun foods of the 90s. Yep, yep. And... I mean, like, the fun foods that were invented in the 90s, because there are foods that I am obsessed with that I always think are associated with the 90s, like fettuccine Alfredo and Chinese chicken salads and, like, teriyaki salmon. But I Googled all those, and those did not... Of course, they predate the 90s. Yes, yes. But I guess that's still fair that they, like, became popular, crazed about. But so, foods that were actually, like, invented in the 90s... Yeah, I'm curious. Obviously, so there's there should be some... Ones that will ring obvious to you, like Eggo waffles. Oh, I had no idea. Wait, now I'm like, are they? Maybe they were... What? That's what came up, but now I'm suspicious. Did they just become popular? Invented in the 90s? Let's see. Hold on. Sorry. Wait, now it says they were invented in 1953. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense Yeah, why did that come up? Okay, maybe they were just popular. I guess. Um, bagel bites. Yes, huge. And hot pockets. Yeah, yeah, big time. Any other like I? Th- I also think of like gushers. Yeah, gushers fruit by the foot. Sunny D maybe. Yes, as a drink. fruit roll up. Yeah, like fruit roll ups earlier. Lemonade made from a powder. Pop tarts is that maybe yes. that's eighties though? But still, see now I can't tell like what is just feels nineties to me because I was a child. Yeah, right. Of course, so it's very hard. I want to just clarify that I have no clarity. Right to me, like nineties food is Totino's frozen pizza for one. Pizza rolls. What did pop up? In pizza the rolls. Search? That makes sense. Man, I would come home from school on days when I wasn't going to friends' house. I would come home from school. I would put. One of those microwave pizzas in the mm. microwave. And it was the kind that, like, do you remember when you used to make the pizza that would sit on top of the box? That's how it cooked? Yes. Yeah. Oh, on the little silver yeah. disc. So 
good. What kind of toxins were in that silver disc? Who knows, man? We were, that's probably why I have arthritis, is because <laughs> I ate like all of these microchemicals that got into my synovial fluid. And I, I'm, I ate lean cuisine so much as a kid. Oh, that's sad, it man. It is sad. I, that's, see, it's like so sad that I always was eating diet foods as a that's, kid. That's messed up. And honestly. fully on my own accord. Like, no one, it's not like anyone pushed it on me. I was just like, oh, this is what I want. That's, that's messed up. Is it? Oh, yeah. Wait, tell me how I'm so messed up. No, yeah. I mean, not your, well, no. I'm so sick. <laughs> well, Mentally. yeah, yeah, you're sick. You're sick in the like, head. Like, I would drink Slim Fast and Boost. I, I like, saw it in the wall. It's so sad. Like, I saw it in the Walgreens ad and was like, I want this. And then I oh, liked how it tasted. Man. But not as a That's meal. It's dark. Thank you. Nope. <laughs> okay, what else? What are your other. Um, those are like the 90s. Foods, yeah. For some reason, Gushers, Cool yeah. Shade, Jello, but that's all no, obviously Jell-O's. older. Yeah, no, no, no. Maybe Jello pudding pops. I would say actually is nineties. Now, okay, no reaction. That is bringing oh. me to a different tangent. Oh, which is how I just read this article about how like brands make decisions when they're launching new products, what to name them, uh-huh. and like sometimes, uh huh. Basically, here, I'm going to pull it up. Like, there's, like, famous flops. Yeah. Where they use the name where they shouldn't have. There's one that's, like, Coors Light Sparkling Water. Oof. That, like, confused everyone. Yeah, that is confusing. Sales across the board. I don't know if I'll be able to actually find the article while we're recording this podcast live, but... I mean, New Coke, does that fall into that category? Yes. Totally. That was confusing to people. Coke Classic, New Coke, that was like a considered a, a like, mistake, right? And, and then I, there was Frito Lay Lemonade. Ooh, terrible which idea! Everybody, that sounds like corn lemonade. It sounds like Fritos in your lemonade, right? Like it doesn't make sense. No, and then they bad. have like just there's different times where where it makes sense for a brand to try to use the name, but then well, you say use the name, you mean use an existing. Like, okay, so here's, people, yeah. can I give you the most famous, I'd love, best example of where yes. it worked? Yes, but you're talking about using an existing brand name for a new product. Exactly. Okay, yes, th- it worked okay. with. Can you guess? Um, Nike Air. That's, does that count? I don't know. I don't know. Nike Not really. Air Max? Is Not that, okay, this one is so good. Okay. Once I say it, you're just going to be like, God, they nailed it. Yeah, hit me. Cherry Coke. Yeah, Cherry Coke is good. Yeah. And there you have it. But that feels like just a... Fl- that's so close to the original product. True. It's that's almost like di- not yeah. fair to compare it to like Frito-Lay Lemonade, which is but a it, real departure. But for it the- was still a huge product yeah, launch. Yeah. And like imagine if it sucked and then people would be like, Coke is bad. You never know. Mm. You never know. But those flavor scientists, they knew what they were doing. Luckily, Coke is the most delicious flavor on earth. (laughs) Nice cold Coke. So it's so good. Next topic I had on my list was like movies. Okay. I wrote down Clueless, Varsity Blues, and I wrote down Schindler's List just because it came up on the Google search. (laughs) Even though that is definitely not an iconic movie of the 90s, or is it? Of course it is. What are you talking about? Well, you don't think about the it's 90s. It's not a 90s movie, okay? But it's like one of the greatest... Well, let me... It's one of the most celebrated movies of all time. That came it, out in the 90s. That came out in the 90s. Do you have any... Uh, you know what? You yeah. know what else 
like really cements it as a 90s association? Yeah, Pulp Fiction. No. no. What? So what cements Schindler's oh, List sorry. as being uh, associated with the 90s? It's good. Oh, interesting. It's, there's a whole episode of Seinfeld around Oh, it. that's great. You're right. So yeah. I'm like, actually, yeah, yes. That's good. You were going to say Pulp Fiction is a movie of the 90s? That feels 90s-ish to me because it was like, you know, sort of in the way that it was like a rebirth of the late 60s, 70s kind of vibe. But I like that it came out in 94, so that's really probably the most 90s year of the 90s. 94 was an incredible year for movies, famously. Shawshank, Forrest Gump. Do you think, ever, what's a more 90s about? year, 94 or 96? 94. Yes, I got it right the first time. I think, I don't know, maybe yeah. 96. I mean, if you were in those years, 96 would probably feel more 90s <laughs> than 94 because it tends to take the decade. Like, really, the 90s are like... 1992 to 2001 or something. Right, that little It's September 11th, really, is the end of the 90s. I think that's safe to say. Yeah, but that's true for most decades. Like, you know, you could say the end of the 60s was like Altamont, but really it's like, you know, kind of like the end of Vietnam is really the end of the 60s. Whatever, I'm getting lame here. No, I'm sorry. no, it's fine. I recently yeah. told you I know nothing about the Vietnam War because when I was little, whenever my dad was watching a war movie, it scared me. So I just like blocked the topic of war out from any learning or, or consumption in my life. Right. And so now I'm like, wait, I don't know anything about it. Right. That's and I need not to learn. why you don't know anything about it. That's why you didn't know anything about it. I mean, you also, I'm sure, were taught about it at least in high school. There was, you, like, you took American history in high school. And, yeah. And also, that. like, there's movies about it and books about it. You've chosen not to. We know. had this really old okay. teacher who like taught us tangent. history in seventh grade. What was his name? Mr. Please? Zagurski. Yeah. And he was so old, like, literally the oldest teacher by such a large factor of any other teacher okay. in our school. Like, my sister had, like, okay. everyone had him. I get it. I swear we had a vibe. Me and him. Yeah. What? <laughs> Esther? I swear we had like a friendly okay. vibe. Like a, like we just, there was a connection there. By the way, you know what? He was probably like 51. No, 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 no. no. I promise you. Like he <laughs> was. A, that always blows my mind. You, I like, understand. When you're a kid. But if I could get witnesses here that would confirm he was like very old. Okay. He was old. Like he has been gone a long and time. And you guys had a vibe. <laughs> That's hot. Okay. So. Um, O.J. Simpson trial. O.J. Yes, that is huge. like its own category of the '90s to me. Hell yeah! Now my memories of it are having it play on the TV and not knowing what it was, and then also <laughs> literally being in a Jewish deli drink eating my. How li- old are you? You're like six. Yeah, eating yeah. my lima bean soup at Barnum and Bagel and Skokie, okay. and like hearing Sick. fat old men yeah. talk about how O.J. Simpson should get the electric chair. Like hearing those, like those are core memories for me. Mm -hmm. Again, like had no idea what was going on, but it is imprinted in my mind as like something that I know about. Yeah. What was your... Oh, the two sort of flash memories I have of it are the night of the Bronco chase. We... Oh, sick. It was... um, I think we had just gotten out of school, right? It was like late June. Does that sound right? Maybe it was the end of school year. I don't know. It was like before people went off to camp or jobs. How old was I? 16. Anyway, my friends and I, we were all swimming at Ted Tracy's house. 
And then we got out and like somehow we like heard about, oh, or maybe it was like, let's go watch the NBA finals game now. So we went to my house. I I feel like we went to Adam's house and then my house, but we were like watching the NBA finals game. And then it it was like, you got to watch this. Like, this is crazy. OJ Simpson's like, you know, he's on the lamb. Oh, we all thought he was going to kill himself. Whoa. Because it was like, there's a lot of misinformation. and And also like he had... Left behind what sounds like a suicide That's note, if you remember right. that Car- famously Robert Kardashian, read Robert famously Kardashian. read by Robert Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Um, the beginning so, of an era we didn't even know was beginning. So true. So that was, it was basically like, oh, okay, he's going to, whatever, kill himself or something. That's kind of what we thought. And then it just like dragged on for hours. The other thing I remember, I guess like a year and a half later, whenever this all wrapped up was in high school, they were, we knew when they were going to announce the verdict. And it was during my band class at the very beginning. Of, why would you laugh at that? Nerd alert. Do you think that like people who play music are nerds? No. Yeah. Think about that for a second. <laughs> like, honestly, I know that that's like a classic thing to be like kids who play music are nerds, but they're artists. <laughs> so go ahead and laugh. But I anyway. Do, I will admit I do struggle with the fact that you were in choir. I wasn't in choir. I was in <laughs> chorus. I was in select chorus in middle school. And I struggle there. That's fine. Get over it. <laughs> anyway, our teacher, Miss Desjardins, was like, okay, let's go, everyone. I was like, Miss Desjardins, they're going to win now. Like, oh, this- my God. You were, ahead of- you were so cool, actually. I take it all back. Well, I was annoying, yes. but I was right and I was like, th- I said to her, I made a case. I was like, this is a historic moment oh. that we're all going to remember. Wait, I... We have to listen to it. And I, she was like, okay. And she was like, turn on the radio and hook it up to the PA. So we all listened to it Dang. in band class. And Hot. we were like, what? Not guilty? Are you fucking kidding? This is crazy. But I remember the woman like saying it. Do you remember how she, the, I don't know if she was like the bailiff or whatever, but she like stumbles over the case number yeah. or something. And I was like, ah, go, what's going on? Like, tell us. I can't believe crazy. you heard it in real time. And oh, also, yeah. you're, you just made me realize that the combo of being both annoying and right oh, is so it's seductive. Sweet spot. That it's is, a sweet spot. I am considering me fully seduced. Like, that is so sexy if you're annoying and right. That's a popular place for certain TikTok people. And certain like, like, or there's also certain like right wing dangerous talking heads who can kind of get away with being annoying, but technically correct. And it is very seductive. Wait, really? Yeah, totally. Can you think of an example? All of them. Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, Andrew Tate, all of those people, even that like Pearl woman who's popular now. Do you know who I'm talking about? Who's like a popular anti-feminist. She has like a million followers now. They all say things like, I mean, first of all, they say things that aren't true a lot of the time or or like require more stepping out than what they're actually saying. But they'll say things that are technically true that make you go like, oh, wait a second, that isn't like, or if you're like just sitting alone on TikTok or if you're young and you're, you know, a 
in eighth grade or a sophomore in high school. They're, they're like seductive ideas because they're technically correct, mm. but they just don't have that like second, third, fourth talking point behind them that make you realize why they're unfounded and dangerous. I see. Can you think of any specific examples? It's okay if you can't, but I just I can't. mean, Jordan Peterson's out there. Well, I guess this isn't like factual. I don't know. I, um, I know I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, so no, it's hard for me pressure. to think of like an actual fact or something. I mean, it's like Jordan Peterson going like, you know, 90, 99% of, of um, all bricklayers are men. If we want equality of like women and men, should 50% of women be bricklayers? And at first you go like, okay, that's interesting. Like, wait a second. Like if we're talking about like quotas and stuff and we should be encouraged, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then when you really think about it, it's like, no, it's should apply to certain kinds of things like representative democracy and things, positions of power. And like there can also this kind, that kind of, we can have equality in those jobs that coexist in a world where, you know, the bricklayers are still predominantly male because it requires a certain amount of, like, physicality that men typically have more of than women. And that's fine. Oh, like, you know excuse what I mean? me? No, yeah, I'm just I kidding. Know. Like, whatever, right? <laughs> no, that I was mean, a good example. It was okay. That is also, I would so fall for that shit. Like, and then I would I would realize yes, it. Yes, yes. You would... have. <laughs> you have fallen for people that I have to later be like, you got to be careful there. That's a right, you're in right-wing talking point, man, <laughs> and you don't realize it. I'm trying to remember who. It wasn't Peterson. It was Barry Weiss. Yes, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It was Barry Weiss. Because she, she goes on Rogan and she'll say stuff that sounds like, you're like, oh, she's just like a kind of interesting, like, you know, she's gay. She must be progressive. Yeah, like you she's get, very Jewish, she's which very I Jewish, like. Jewish, so she like presents as very like, you know, modern and open, but no, she's, you know. I was also raised to really believe that like Jewish people are liberal. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Like that, so yeah, I, I yes. It was her. It it is her. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, okay. So toys. Oh, we'll okay. round it out. We'll with, go from Barry Weiss to toys. We'll go to toys. Some '90s toys for me, as I had alluded to previously. Tamagotchi, oh. Beanie Babies, obviously yeah. Furbies, which I waited in line at Toys R Us sad. when they were very sad restocked. Yeah. This is not a toy that I ever had because I was too old. But it was it it was the hot. I'm not. Quiz you. Okay. The hottest toy of the year, Christmas 1996. Can you give me a little hint? It's funny because I really believe Tickle that me Elmo? Yes. Nice. Isn't yeah. the phrase tickle me Elmo like imprinted in your brain? It's really... It's it, never it, going away. Talk about branding. That's amazing. Yes. It's so sticky. You know exactly what it is. Yeah. Tickle me Elmo was huge. That was 1996? Yeah. Man, we were doing Tickle Me Elmo jokes in like the early 2000s. That's the staying power. I mean, people still do. Yeah. Yeah. Tickle Me Elmo, like, I almost feel like it's owed some sort of acknowledgement or honor based on how... Yeah, it belongs in the Toy Hall of Fame. Not even toy culture. Yes. It's a... (laughs) We all know it. We're all, like, if affected by it. What would our lives be like? I don't like know that it... we're that strongly <laughs> affected by it. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much. Oh, is it over? <laughs> you never know when it suddenly is going to come to an end. I feel like we're finally talking about stuff and you're like, okay. Finally. No, I think we've been at it. All right, great.
And let's be honest, what? Din Tai Fung is in the building. Oh, yeah. That's why Donut was going crazy. Yeah. Can I ask you? I don't want to put you on the spot. We've talked about this before. I'm scared. On my, you ordered it, right? Yeah. On all of my delivery apps, I've made it clear. Do not ring the bell. They never ring the bell. I don't know what happened. But are you sure that on your account it says do not ring the bell? I will check when we stop recording. <sighs> I knew it. But I'm, I knew no, it. No, I'm like. Because just for the listeners, that's what makes Donut go crazy. No, no, no. I swear they never. Ugh, that No. Okay. Well, we'll check and find out and we'll update you next week. Maybe Esther will be off the hook, but maybe she'll be guilty. You guys, if you're listening to this, I just want to say thank you. And a few mini announcements. I will be doing stand-up in Florida at the West Palm Beach Improv. I think it's like February 10th. In March or April, I'll be in Miami. You can get tickets and see the tour dates at estheronice.com. Wait, you're doing two trips to Florida? Yeah. Oh, why did I think it was one trip? Okay. Probably because I didn't tell you about the second one. Interesting. And what else do you need to know? Um, Please subscribe. Please share. Converse amongst yourself. Let's make the My Pleasure community a real thing. I love you guys. I think if you listen, you're intelligent. You're curious. You want to know more about yourself. You like yourself. Oh, I have another new theory that people who hate me hate themselves, which I think you could pretty much say about literally anyone, but I'm claiming it in this moment. It feels like a... it That weirdly feels self-aggrandizing in some way. That it's, yeah, I regret it. It's like it. you're... Yeah. Yeah, you should. Okay. That, yeah. You could be embarrassed about that. Okay, I I'll, think that'd be healthy. I'll take it back next week. Today. All right. I love you guys.